If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Do you like astrology, Louis Armstrong, or string cheese? I love all of those things, but that's not what this podcast is about. I believe time is valuable and how we spend it matters. That's why I've aggregated a decade of experience running my business and my passion for personal growth into short 10-minute episodes. This is Photo Business Help. Join me, Natalie Jennings, twice a week for lessons on everything I've learned on my journey from high school teacher to full-time photographer and business coach. I'll dive into marketing, meditation, and content creation, photography basics and organization, and the power of a healthy mind, body, and spirit connection. If you want to grow in business and live a better life, join our community of motivated, open-minded creatives. Let's do the podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 20 of the Photo Business Help podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting uh, the early, early days of this journey. It's exciting to get this far. And um, today we have a special episode. As you know, I occasionally do interview episodes. It's usually a solo show, but um, I paired up with a local photographer local to Minneapolis and she's a friend of mine we've known each other for years we've worked together um, and she happens to be a vast resource when it comes to the world of SEO which is search engine optimization and no matter what industry you're in this is valuable knowledge Um, but we're going to take it down a couple notches and just go over the basics uh, over the course of four episodes. So these are going to be little snippets that you can listen to, uh, digest, implement, and hopefully you'll walk away having a little bit better understanding of SEO and how to make the most of it in a very simple way in your own business. So today's episode, episode number one, is just going to be a basic overview of SEO with Becca. Becca Dilly is the owner of Becca Dilly Photography. She has been a professional wedding photographer for well over 10 years. She was one of my mentors in the early days, and she has won numerous awards and accolades, recognizing her as one of the top photographers in the Twin Cities um, of Minneapolis and St. Paul. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into this episode And remember to look for the subsequent three episodes um, after this one comes out. So here we go. Hey, Becca, how's it going? Thanks for being on the show. Hey, Natalie, thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Uh, Well, I like talking, so that works out great. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, let's dig in um, to some SEO basics. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about the sort of just an overview of SEO, what it is, and why you uh, listeners should care about it. So um, I'll let you take it from here. What is SEO, (laughs) Becca? (laughs) Well, yeah, so I think a lot of people have uh, some like really 
they get very like overwhelmed with the technical side of what they think SEO is. And uh, like, they want to know data and they want to look at like all sorts of metrics and, and honestly, like a lot of people who are coming out with um, research on SEO and research on how you do search engine optimization, which is what SEO stands for. Um, it like are very tech focused, but I think that that's not really serving small businesses because that's not really the kind of thing small businesses need to know. So most of the time when people think about SEO, they think about having a lot of keywords. Um, and honestly, all you're doing when you're trying to optimize your website for search engines is uh, monitor it, like kind of creating the content that you want your clients to interact with. So it's how your clients search for you and how they interact with the search results that you have from your website. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. And what you're saying to listeners of this podcast, which are predominantly photographers and creative business owners, is that they don't need to get overwhelmed and techie about it, but that like you're going to go over some of the basic stuff that attracts the like their ideal client. Yeah, I mean, I think when you like, I sometimes don't even like to talk about it as, as SEO because I feel like that has all this like baggage with it, and that's not actually what you're trying to do. What you're trying to do is make sure that when people search for you, they can find you, and if they do find you in their search results, that what they are finding matches up with what they are looking for. And so that is going. It's two pronged. So like SEO used to be. Let me like let me do like a, a million miles up to her. So like SEO used to be a bunch of like put your keywords everywhere. So if you're a Minneapolis wedding photographer, put the words Minneapolis wedding photographer, Minneapolis wedding photography, Minneapolis Minneapolis wedding photographers everywhere as much as possible because that is the only way that search engines and I usually just say Google, but I mean search engines in general will be able to find you. But as search engines get more savvy and as people have been using the internet, you know, now for decades and people get more savvy, um, those two things have converged. And so like now algorithms, and um, again, I use algorithms, like we don't know what the algorithm actually searches for. We can only guess based on whatever. I don't want to get into it. Um, algorithms and people are looking for the same thing now because algorithms can can have a lot more sophisticated understanding of what people are interacting with and what content is relevant. So if I'm an auto repair shop and I just put Minneapolis wedding photography all over the place, I'm not going to rank well for Minneapolis wedding photography because that is not people who search for Minneapolis wedding photography and come to my auto repair website are going to leave right away. They're going to not be finding what they're looking for. They might not click on me to begin with. Can you give an example of how that would apply to a photographer, maybe like by keywording stuff that they're not you know like Oprah or something like to make themselves rank higher yeah so like that that used to matter and now what matters is how the thing that the algorithm tracks is the thing that clients want which is clients want to find information and and meaningful valuable real content and if they find that then they will interact with that website longer they will read it longer they will maybe come back to it they might click around there more they might email it to another friend all of those things are things that the algorithm is also tracking and so actually when you think about optimizing your website creating your website with search in mind you should be thinking about creating content that your clients want to find and interact with and that 
often will have keywords. You know, like it often will, like how can I talk about being a Minneapolis wedding photographer without occasionally mentioning that or mentioning the places I'm in and the fact that I'm a wedding photographer. Great. If it's in context and it's part of like a larger story, that is perfect. That's what everybody wants. That's what the algorithm wants. And it's also what the client wants. Okay, so I, I really like the idea of creating content with search in mind because what we want to think about is when you sit down to Google and you type in something, um, how would you type in the service that you're trying to sell to other people? And then once you type it in and you see the results, what are the results that you want to see that you're going to interact with? You know what I mean? Like, do you want to just see the keyword a bunch of times? No. What would you click on? Yeah. And what would actually be meaningful for you? And again, it's not like the idea of having a, a really like tricky clickbaity link that people are going to click on if that is not authentic to what they're going to find at the other end of that link. So, I mean, you should obviously care about how you're crafting that message, but you're not trying to trick people into clicking on you. You're trying to actually connect with people who are <laughs> trying to find you. Yeah, that makes sense. So can we, um, why don't we just take, since your background and my background is um, wedding photography, why don't we just maybe do an example for folks that are listening of what of what you're talking about? Sure. So like if you have a, a web page about, I mean, <laughs> you have a website, um, you probably have like an about me or even your intro, like your front page should have actual sentences that are going to be interesting and valuable for the people who are going to find it. So if you are primarily a family photographer, you can talk about how you are, hi, I'm, I'm a family photographer based in Minneapolis. I love documenting real expressions. I love making people feel comfortable. Um, my clients often say this, like you're, you're having content that you're potential clients, the people who find your website will want to know about you before they book your services. Um, but you also, by doing that, are having the, the words that are also going to help you um, in search. Nice. Okay. Well, that makes total sense. And I'd like to segue into the last part of this episode with, with kind of the idea of, um, of keywords and when people are searching for you, um, maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, give people something to sort of um, dig into until the next episode as far as seeking out how they are currently ranking so they can kind of see, I mean, p people might be surprised um, to find out what they are actually ranking for. Yeah. So I, again, like I don't want when you're, when you're thinking about searching, I don't want you to get so caught up in tracking and ranking and all that stuff, but it is really good to have a baseline of where you're at and also to be able to sort of monitor if things are changing and just get up your finger on the pulse of how your website's doing. So I would recommend uh, a few things, um, depending on what kind of websites people have for sure. Um, if you don't have uh, Google analytics installed, um, it's a really easy setup to do. Google analytics will track, um, sort of just how people are finding your website, how they're interacting with your website, how long they're interacting with it. That's a super easy to set up. Uh, um, you know, you kind of go to Google Analytics and, and they'll walk you through it. Same with Google Search Console, which is actually a separate service, but you should do both of them. They're both free. Google Search Console specifically is looking at how people are finding you in, in search. 
Um, so those are two things. And I find in general, Google search console a little bit easier to use, but definitely set up both of them because they can't start tracking until you set them up. So the sooner you set them up, the more data you will have. So if you set them up now and you look in six weeks, you'll have six weeks of data. Great. Um, and then if you're using WordPress, um, I would recommend setting up Jetpack for WordPress. Um, it's not my favorite, um, but it's way easy to use for quick uh, snapshot of analytics and it's like dead simple to set up. And also Yoast SEO plugin um, is really great for um, just sort of gut checking your, guiding you through the process a little bit when you're setting up a post or a page or kind of writing any content, just sort of making sure that some of those like key things um, are set up properly. Okay, cool. Well, that those are um, great places to start. So those of you that are listening, if you want to get Google Analytics, Google Search Console, and if you're, um, I said console, but console. Um, and if you're a WordPress user, Jetpack and Yoast are plugins. Uh, I use them and you can check those out as well and get ready for our subsequent episodes. Our next episode, we're going to be talking about tracking metrics and sort of which ones um, we both track and why it's important to track some, but not as many as you might think. Is that, would you say that's about right, Becca? Oh yeah. I would definitely focus more on what you're saying rather than how you're tracking it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, install those um, programs if you haven't yet. And we will be back in one week with a new episode on SEO. Thank you so much, Becca. Thanks so much. It was great to be here. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you enjoyed the show, a quick reminder to head to Jennings.photo forward slash review to leave a review for this episode. iTunes is still the biggest player when it comes to reviews and podcasts getting found. So if this is helping you out, if you like it, head on over to jennings.photo forward slash review and leave us a review. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you listening. We'll be back very soon.